Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lenz, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our church when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's part six of Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus chapter 33, verses 12 through 23, called Show Me Your Glory. And Jesus told the story of the good Samaritan, which for the Jewish audience, they would say, that's an oxymoron, a good Samaritan, yes. Actually, it doesn't say he was good. We call him good, but his action was good. And he had mercy on the man taken among thieves, right? This is Luke chapter 10. And Jesus asked the question, which of the three loved his neighbor? I suppose the one that had mercy on him, the Samaritan, right? You go do, you go and do likewise. You want to know if you're growing in your faith in God, look for compassion. Because that is how God describes himself and his name. He's a God of compassion. And I'll tell you, and and I know many of you can testify, that's one of the things that's happened in my heart after becoming a a Christian is to be moved with compassion for others. Pity, concern. This is not the stuff of an outward show. This is to feel it deep inside. Well, Moses is two for two. He asked for himself. He asked for the people. Yes, I will do it. Yes, I will do it. Moses had to be feeling confident. Two for two, coming up to the plate for the third at bat. And so his third prayer request is simply this. It's in verse 18. It's our title. Moses said, I pray you. I'm on a roll, so why not? Show me your glory. (laughs) Woo-wee. We're supposed to enter the holy place with boldness, right? Because we're... Uh, forgiven people, and we come boldly to the throne of grace, and Moses is feeling bold. (laughs) All right, face-to-face communication with God, two for two on prayer requests, let's do it. (laughs) Show me your glory, Lord. Now, if you were there, you'd probably ask something similar, wouldn't you? Because it's the deep desire, I think, of all believers. It's what we long for to see him as he is. We will one day. We talked about that last week. So what does this mean? What does it mean that Moses says, show me your glory? Didn't Moses see the glory of God at the burning bush, Exodus 3? Didn't he see the glory on Mount Sinai in the glory cloud, Exodus 19 and following? Hasn't he experienced the glory cloud in the tent of meeting? We just read about that. What is Moses asking for? Simply more. He is experience God's form. That's Numbers chapter 12, 6 through 8. We read that last week. He has gotten a taste of what it means to be in the Shekinah presence of God, but he has not gotten the full uh, experience of what he could experience. God has shielded his, his full splendor, if you will, because he's already said, no one can see my face and live. Moses has gotten as much as he can take as much as he can handle. Because if God just let everything flow out, Moses would have died. So I think what Moses is saying is simply this. 
then give me as much as I can take. And I would submit to you that that should be your prayer. As close as I can get until I'm in glory, that's where I want to be. I want to seek your face. I want to know your ways. I want to know your will. I want to know my Lord. I don't want to do this thing halfway. Halfway relationships get halfway results. You'll get out of this what you put into it, frankly. If you want to give your time to the things of the Lord, to prayer, to the word of God, to worship, it's going to affect you. Show me your glory. See the word glory there? That's the word Hebrew word kavod. The Greek word is doxa. If you want the spelling, K-A-V-O-D. Kavod. What does it mean? Glory is a word which means weighty. In the ancient world, they would measure value by the weight of something. And so the word for glory here is that which is weighty. It's a, uh, in the Hebrew picture language, it's a view right into the heart of a person or into the heart of God. The glory of God is something that you can see. We've seen that throughout the book of Exodus. We see that in Ezekiel. Jesus said he's coming in power and great glory. Matthew 24, 30. They experienced some of his glory up on the Mount of Transfiguration. We beheld his glory, John 1, 14. Acts 7, 55 is another uh, reference point there. The word for glory means that which is weighty. It's what is most important in life. And here it's the essential quality of God's being. If you want to live for glorious purposes, you should find out what's weighty, what's substantive. What should you value as a believer and pursue it? You want to live a life for God's glory, that's what it means. It means to live for what's weighty, what's important to God. And here Moses is yearning for a fuller revelation of God's glory. He yearns for more of God, more intimacy, which is beautiful. One writer puts it this way, we've already argued that what happened in these theophanies was not that Moses actually saw God in the same way believers will see him in heaven, but that God manifest himself by producing for Moses' benefit some sort of shape that was visible and therefore gave a sense of closeness and locality to his contact with Moses. We've examined the Hebraic figure of speech face-to-face being more close-up and personal, but not seeing God's face, not seeing his essential being. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, Jesus says, you tithe mint and dill and cumin, but you've neglected the weightier provisions of the law. Listen, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. But these are the things you should have done without neglecting the others. Matthew 23, 23. You've neglected the doxa, the kavod, the weightier measures of the law. What are those? Well, they're justice, mercy, and faithfulness. So on the third prayer request, the answer is yes and no. God says to Moses, I myself will make, note it, all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim the name of the Lord, that's Yahweh, before you. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. 
and I will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. Okay, Moses, you're not going to see my face, but you are going to experience all my goodness that will pass before you, and the name of the Lord will be proclaimed. Yahweh's response to Moses' request is, I will satisfy some of your desire, uh, as much as you can handle, if you will. My goodness will pass before you. Let's not forget where we are. The Israelites have just committed a terrible, idolatrous sin with the golden calf. Moses it has even gone to God and said, if you won't forgive them, then blot me out of your book. He's tried to mediate, but he couldn't atone for their sin. God, in his uh, essential nature of goodness and compassion, yes, he's just as well. And some people have paid uh, you know, very severely for what's taken place. But now he says, when I proclaim the name of the Lord in light of their sin, in light of your mediation, my goodness is going to pass by. I'm going to proclaim my name and my name is good and my name is compassion and I'm going to have compassion on the people. I'm not going to blot them out of my book. We're going to move forward and I'm going to be in the midst of the camp and we're going to move on. Praise God. That's who God is. We can't forget where we are in the story and their need for compassion. In fact, the people of Israel didn't know what was going to happen. And God says, I'm going I'm to come by, I'm going to pass before you and proclaim the name of the Lord. You remember all the way back in Exodus chapter 3, we studied the name of the Lord. We studied uh, I am and Yahweh, Y-H-W-H. And here's what we determined. The name Yahweh or I am, means to be. It's non-contingent, self-existence, completeness, authority, power. God's name is not just about ontology or nature. It's about theology. The dominant ideas in God's name are God's nature, his presence, which flows out of his nature. This is a quote. God will always be there for his people. This is his name, Yahweh. In a distant Egypt too, even if that divine presence is questioned or imperceptible. He, al- he will always be whatever his people need him to be at any given moment, in any given place. If they need a deliverer, that's Yahweh. If they need grace and mercy and forgiveness, that's Yahweh. And I will proclaim my name, my goodness, my graciousness, my compassion. This could be rendered, says one writer, I will show grace in being gracious. I will show mercy in being merciful. Some of you are seeing a familiarity in the uh, verse here because this is quoted in Romans 9, 15 by the Apostle Paul. The emphasis is less on divine sovereignty and soteriology, I would argue, but more on God's mercy and forgiveness towards Israel through Moses' intercessory prayer. Essentially, here's what's going on. They've sinned with the golden calf. There's a big question mark on what's going to happen with the nation. And God says, I'm going to show compassion on the nation of Israel. I would submit to you that that's a big part of Romans chapter 9 is to see that God's dealings with Israel, he decided to have compassion on them. Now, obviously, the Messiah was coming through the nation, etc., But this is what's going on. 
You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. You can watch videos of Pastor Michael's teachings. 19 chapters later! We know sometimes you hear Pastor Michael mention slides or give other demonstrations, and we have made sure you have access to all the videos from his Sunday sermons. The modern application could be the power of the sword with, for example, a police officer. Watching the videos can also be a good way to see how animated Pastor Michael can be. Even if you have to gulp after you've prayed it. And Lord, one more thing, not... My will. You can watch the video from today's teaching when you visit walkintruth.com. We also live stream one of our Sunday morning services. Pastor Michael believes fellowship is important, so he prefers you attend your church on Sunday mornings. Or you can visit our church, Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California. Before we jump into it, would you pray with me? Father, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for the youth upstairs enjoying a little bit of a party and celebration. But Pastor Michael understands some circumstances make it difficult to attend church services in person. So you are invited to watch our 1030 a.m. Pacific time service. God is not caught by surprise. A golden calf. I can't believe it. Moses may have been. God was not. To watch Pastor Michael's teachings live, hear the worship music and fellowship from where you are, follow our YouTube channel. You can find the link and information on walkintruth.com. That's walkintruth.com. Jesus is coming again. Do you believe it? We'd love to see who's listening. So please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walk in Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance right here on Walk in Truth. He decided to have compassion on them. Now, Obviously, the Messiah was coming through the nation, etc. But this is what's going on. And so he makes this beautiful promise. I'm going to proclaim my name. I proclaimed it at the burning bush. And I'll proclaim it again. Key words that I want you to see in verse 19. Goodness, uh, gracious, compassion. We hear people say in our culture, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, that's the Lord, full of goodness. He is the standard of goodness. And Jesus went around doing good, we learn from the book of Acts, from Peter's mouth. And so he says, you cannot see my face. No no man can see my face and live. You're not going to get to experience that full revelation But the Lord said, behold, there is a place by me. And this takes place on Mount Sinai. We'll see in chapter 34. And you shall stand there on the rock. And it will come about while my glory is passing by. That's what Moses asked for. Show me your glory. That I will put you in the cleft of the rock. Now, notice it says Moses will stand on the rock. God will place him in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Now, we'll see this in chapter 34. We won't go there tonight. But Moses is going to go up on Sinai, and the Lord is going to pass by. And Moses is going to be protected by God from God. (laughs) Because remember, he said, if you saw my full revelation... 
You would die, so I'm going to have to put you in this place. And when I pass by, and remember, we're using human terms to try to understand divine realities. But when God passes by, uh, this is the idea, some of you have heard this, of the afterglow. Uh, some of you who have been around a long time and uh, maybe charismatic circles, they talked about an afterglow. And an afterglow was you did the main church service, and then if you were really committed and you were curious about spiritual gifts, you went to an afterglow. I remember going to one at Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa. It was in a room with a fireplace, guy with a, an acoustic guitar. And it was just a chance to uh, pray, and some people would uh, utilize spiritual gifts, etc. And it was called an afterglow. This is where the idea comes from. It's God's afterglow that Moses gets to experience. It's the, uh, the trail that he leaves of his glory. And if I were Moses and I was down there, I think I'd be tempted to peek, wouldn't you? <laughs> but, but God said, I'm going to cover you with my hand because you can't see my face and live. So I'll let you see the back of me. I'll let you see the back parts of my beauty and my goodness. And I'll proclaim the name of the Lord, gracious and compassionate. That's why you're here, Moses. That's why we're moving on with the people. That's why I haven't destroyed them. Because God is full of grace and compassion. Amen? And we saw that grace on display in the person of Jesus. Because in these last days, God has spoken to us through his son, who is the radiance of God's glory. And when you watch Jesus touch a leper, open the eyes of, a, of the blind, uh, deal with a sinner in the culture, allows that person to cry tears on his feet and touch him, and we could go on and on. You're seeing the face of compassion. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. You want to know what God is like? Study the life of Christ. And watch compassion go to a cross. Watch the God of glory go to a death instrument. For what? To deal with my sin. Amen? Because he is full of mercy and compassion. That's why I'm not blotted out of his book. That's why my name is written in the book of life. Because Jesus is the face of grace. He's the fulfillment. He's the greater Moses. He's the ultimate mediator who ever lives to intercede for his people. Praise God. If God is for you, who can be against you? This is our God. And when you study the life of Jesus, you see it over and over again, how full of grace and compassion he is. In fact, uh, the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth realized through Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, it makes me want to pray, don't pass me by. <laughs> and I know you haven't. I know you have saved us, called us, uh, sanctified us, justified us, sanctified us, given us the promised Holy Spirit, and said, one day I will wipe away every tear from your eyes and we will look on the face of God. What Moses desired, we will experience. Whew. 
Thank you, Lord. That, that prayer, you know, Job prayed something similar. In my flesh, I will see God. And Job was going through it. But he said, I know my Redeemer lives. I know I'm going to see him in a new body. David prayed prayers like that. One thing I've desired of the Lord and that I will seek to behold the beauty of the Lord, to paraphrase, to look upon him in his tabernacle. Oh, that I would see him and know him. And the beauty, Lord, is that we do know you already. We have the down payment. We know you. We are saved, sealed, delivered, and on our way to the ultimate promised land. Thank you, Father, for being so good, so full of compassion. Gracious and merciful are you. You are also just and pure, but you satisfied your wrath in your son. If you've not trusted in Christ, maybe you didn't realize the full extent of the gospel for you, what he did for you. Trust in him right now. Maybe this is a moment of rededication for some. Maybe this is a moment for many of us to just say, Lord, I want to get closer. I want to ask for as much as you want to give me this side of heaven so I might know you better and better and be more effective as a tool of the master. Oh, Father, we love you. Bless this wonderful church and keep them strong in the Lord and in the strength of your might. In Christ's name, all God's people said. You've been listening to Show Me Your Glory, Part 6, on Walk in Truth. This is the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus chapter 33. If you missed any part of today's program, you can listen to Walk in Truth on our Free Living Truth app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we have pastors on staff that would love to speak to you if you need prayer or counsel. If you're having a hard time and need someone to talk to, or maybe you don't feel like talking at all, but you could use some prayer. Call Walk in Truth on Tuesdays through Fridays during daytime hours at 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Once again, 844-48-TRUTH. Now here's Pastor Michael with a final word. Well, Moses' prayer is a great prayer, isn't it? Show me your glory. You know, oftentimes when we're praying before a church service, we'll say something like this, O Lord, May you move among your people today. Oh, Lord, if nothing else, may an unbeliever even enter in and say, surely God is in this place. Make yourself known. Reveal yourself, Lord. And the beauty of corporate worship is we know the Lord is in his people. He's among his people. You know, he's pictured in the book of Revelation as walking amongst the church. Chapters two and three, the lamb stands And we want to be filled with his light. Oh, that our churches across this nation and across this world would be lighthouses, that the glory of God, the reflected glory of God would shine in the church, that we would be that city on that hill, that light to the world. We are not the light, but we certainly, since we have the light in us, we can bear witness to the light and we reflect that light. Jesus said, you're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. You're the city on the hill. All those are realities. All we have to do is just get close, just like Moses did. Stay close to him and we will shine. That's the bottom line of Exodus chapter 33. 
Well, we're excited as we continue to bring you the latter chapters of the book of Exodus, and we're going to see a scene where the Lord passes by. The answer to Moses' prayer, show me your glory, will happen in chapter 34. And it's a and it's it's an exciting scene as the Lord literally passes by Moses. And Moses gets a glimpse of the glory. And that is such a beautiful, beautiful scene. So that's next time. Hey, if you want to reach out to us, if you need a pastor to pray with you, maybe you need a listening ear, we have a number that you can call. It's 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Tuesday through Friday, we have a church office open with pastors ready to receive your call. And we do have listening family that takes advantage of this, sometimes asking a question, getting some spiritual input, or uh, getting prayer. 844-48-TRUTH. Reach out to us today. Don't go it alone. It's 844-48-TRUTH. We'll see you, Lord willing, right here tomorrow. And don't forget that Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Your financial partnership helps us broadcast on this station and provide the podcast for free. Also, more people like you can dive deeper into the Word of God and apply it to their life. Please consider becoming a monthly Walk in Truth partner of at least $10 a month or give a one-time gift. Please visit walkintruth.com to give. And join us tomorrow for Pastor Michael's teaching in Exodus chapter 34, verses 1 through 7, called When the Lord Passes By. I'm Mike Massaro. Thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, where it's our goal to equip you to reach out with God's truth to all people.